Welcome to Apple at Work, the podcast all about Apple and the enterprise. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host as always. This week we have first time guest on the show, on the show, Jitu Patel from Cisco. Welcome to Apple at Work. Thank you for having me, Bradley. So I know you are um, halfway across the world, and I, you know I've said this on past shows. I I sometimes like you know again I you and I seem like we're probably about the same age, and I think like that has a benefit of remembering like things that maybe they were used to be. And like, I think sometimes we are in awe that like the way technology works. I mean, you and I are talking basically for free and you are like halfway around the world for me. And I, I think that's when I think of Cisco's legacy, like, you know, zoom out on history. I think Cisco has been a key, key part of that on every aspect, just uh, from, from the infrastructure side to the collaboration side. And I think it's, I think it's really cool. Do y'all, I mean, do y'all ever sit down and just kind of like, are in awe of what what you all have built from a technology standpoint. You know, we. I think I'm in. I'm in awe of um, just how the world has progressed. Like I moved to India uh, to uh, America from India in 1991, and at the time, you know, my mother was. I'm. I was the only child. I'm really close. I was really close to my mom, and she was. Uh, uh, she was in. Um, in India, and I couldn't talk to her for more than three minutes a week because that's all I could afford because it was $7 a minute at the time to call India. And so when you think about that and going into an unlimited mode right now, uh, it's, um, you know, the um, uh, when you kind of reflect on that progress, it's pretty remarkable what we've done to make the world come closer together. Yeah, I mean, I mean the very idea of like a I mean, a long distance plan. You know, my first my exactly. first job when I was in college was working at a telco, and we were an ISP, but like it was primarily a telephone service. And I remember like you know people would call in, it's like, hey, what do you what what are your long distance plans? And like the, just like that kind of concept to yeah. yeah, a lot of people today, you're like, what do you mean long distance? Like, what is what is like, all, you know? Anyways, I'm just like I think it's good to take a step back. But I, I don't um, know how old you are, Bradley, but uh, if you ever. Uh, I remember the first time I discovered email and it was like, whoa, mind blown. This is so cool. No, I agree. I, and we've said that, I've said that on past shows. Like I, um, I'm almost 40. And so like, I remember, I mean, I had a prodigy account. Like I, I remember when AOL, uh, you were paying like two ninety five a minute for AOL. I mean, you know what, what unlimited is when you had the busy signals. I mean, there, you know, I think I've said this on past shows and I think it's email is something that we take immensely for granted that it exists and has existed for as long as it has because yeah. when i when i explain they think what do you mean email like, email's old like no 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 like the thing about email is it's an open protocol uh, smtp and imap are an open protocol that anyone around the world can join and, and be a part of and you can send a message to anyone for free at the speed of light it's a protocol and i, and I think like that um that it is such an upgrade over what existed before and you know like you know, like TCP, like HTTP, like we somewhat take for granted that like SMTP just exists. And I've said this on past shows, like I think one of the critical things about email is there is no, there is no company. There's no email company. Like there is no email CEO, like email just exists as a protocol in the world and anybody can be a part of it. Uh, and my only thing that I hate about email today is that it's too hard for people to run their own email server because of all the spam. And I think if there's anything like I, I would love to see for the future is that it like becomes easier to be your own email provider again. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and the thing is, is that puppy kept living after the number of people that have tried to kill it. Right. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you, it, it, again, I don't think you're going to kill it at this point. Like it's it stood the test of time. I I think that like I think that all the team collaboration tools are great, but I think what what makes email great is that it, you know, I don't have to be concerned about which provider you use or which app you use. Right. And yeah. and I don't think that like people a lot of people articulate like the critical nature of an open protocol for communication. Protocol is, exactly. Yeah, no no individual company can own the platform with it all. Yes, I totally get that. That's that's a really important distinction on why email is different from everything else. I agree. Um, but we're not here to talk about email. We are here to talk about video. And you all have had some cool stuff announced recently. Uh, I mean, obviously, Cisco sells a lot of products, a lot of cool things. But we want to talk about WebEx on Apple TV. So what, like, why Apple TV? How, how do you think of the Apple TV and the enterprise? And, and what's cool about WebEx on the Apple TV? This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on, and enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. You know, um, when you start thinking about the patterns of work that people are going to have, one, they're going to work from anywhere. And two, um, ideally, they want to work from any device of their choice and be able to connect. And so if you think about what's... um, What's amazing screen real estate that you get? And where can you uh, sit back and have a conversation rather than lean forward and have a conversation? I think that's, um, um, you know, it, it it might seem nuanced, but it's actually um, uh, something that changes the tone of the meeting. It changes the mood, the dynamic, everything. Uh, and it actually changes your brain chemistry and how you engage with others when you're, you know, hovering over a laptop versus sitting back and saying, I'm in my living room and I'm relaxed and I'm talking to someone. And so we felt like that medium was pretty important. Um, and Apple TV, of course, is getting to be part of conference rooms. And, you know, there's a lot of conference rooms where you walk in and there's an Apple TV and you want to connect to it. So we felt like there was um, there was no scenario where integrating with Apple TV would be a bad thing for us at all. And in fact, a ton of scenarios where it'd be a really, really good thing. And we are big believers in Apple. We are big believers in the Apple ecosystem. I think it's, at least in my mind, it's one of the most admired companies that I think of. Um, And we take a lot of inspiration from them on how how much they obsess about uh, the core values that we also have, which is, you know, user experience, the importance of design, um, the uh, importance of making sure that, uh, you know, you really have privacy as a basic human right, security, all of those dimensions. They are actually very, very thoughtful about and how they architect their products, how the, how the trade-offs they make to prioritize those things. And so uh, there's a values match. There's a product match. And we said, let's make sure that we provide a magical experience to anyone who has an Apple TV with WebEx. And the great news is um, that we were 
one of the featured apps on Apple TV when it when it launched. So um, people love it. They are actually using it. They're uh, enjoying the experience in it, and that's that's what we want. Is we want to make sure that in some ways our philosophy is very similar to Netflix, and which is regardless of the device that you're using, um, you want to make sure that you um, yeah you make WebEx available because you want to make it easy for people to participate from any device that they might be on. And Apple TV is one of those. And it's got millions and millions of units around the world. So we should make sure that we, we have a world-class experience on it. When I think about, like I remember when Steve actually first introduced ITV, and that was the code name, and it came Apple TV. And I remember the first one obviously was a lot different than it is now. Yeah. And I, and I think one of the most underrated things um, f- that we with Apple TV that is so great is it fits into kind of your existing Apple management ecosystem. So, like, if you oh, said, like, oh, wanted oh. to do your own thing, like, I'm going to get this, like, high-end custom thing. And obviously, those work and they're fantastic. But I think there's an underrated aspect of, like, hey, you have this device that's, like, actually relatively low cost. And you can manage it within your existing Apple ecosystem. So Macs, iPads, iPhones, like it kind of fits alongside it. So from an IT perspective, it's not like they have to build out this other infrastructure to manage it. So like if you say you have offices around the country and you're going to say we're going to standardize on Apple TV and you're going to have Web at your WebEx customer, you're going to standardize on Apple TV in these in these offices. Well, you don't have to then like, you know, spin up a new management system. It just fits right in there. Um, and, and it just, it's, it, again, it's, it's, it's a familiar device for people. It has nice integration with airplay. Uh, I would argue airplay has gotten a lot better in recent years. And it's, it's to the point like where I would even say you could somewhat rely on it. Like the early days of airplay, like it was, it was fine. Like it, if it worked, it, I always tell people like it worked it great, but if it didn't, you, there was no troubleshooting. Well, like it's gotten pretty reliable now. Um, I mean, is that kind of the, what you're seeing from your customers is just like that ease of access for Apple TV. Yeah, I think like there's something that Apple has done that I don't think they get enough credit for, which is, um, to your point, the ease with which it works with the ecosystem. It's it almost there's a dopamine rush, and it almost feels like magic every single time. So, for example, if you're going to watch a movie and you got to pay for it, it'll just say, "Do you want to approve on your phone?" And then you just say yes, and you can just use Face ID on your phone, and boom, the movie starts playing on your TV. Like that, just it's really magical the way that it works you know and um we we've gotten used to it but like i i bought those uh airpod max um headphones and i was watching tv and then someone called me on my phone and it stopped the headphones on my tv and allowed me to pick up the call uh and those things just seamlessly connect in this continuity and i think that's um that's a you know like it's not about an individual feature on the device itself. It's the ability for all of it to work together. That's more valuable. And I think if there was more companies that took that tip and lesson, because we get to a saturation point on the amount of features you can consume in a product, but you don't get to a saturation point, or at least we're far away from the saturation point of multiple products working harmoniously together. So it almost feels like a symphony. I think. Apple products feel like a symphony. 
That's a that's a great that's a great way to think about it. Um, obviously, like tons of great features. QR code sign with sign in with QR code. You can integrate with your calendar. You can actually browse. So, like, what's cool is you can make it to where you know you don't have to say start a meeting from your own device. You can start the meeting from the remote. Like, you can sign you can sign in and browse browse all your meetings, and it supports up to uh, twenty five attendees as well. Um, so, really, really cool. Um, yeah, I, again, I think that watching the Apple TV evolve in the enterprise has been has been interesting. Again, it's just a low cost device that really works. I've talked in the past about its benefits for digital signage, and it's not again, it's not the perfect device, but it really is one of those like Swiss Army knives where like Swiss Army knife type devices where like it can slot into a lot of places. And again, it's relatively low cost to set up and, and to make work. So yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, and I don't think, and then Webex obviously is very very well known for. Um, security. And I think that's something that like should be often reminded on, on video conferencing. Like you want something that from the ground up as kind of has a, has a security component as well. And you know, WebEx is one of the most tried and true brands uh, up there on video conferencing. It's been around forever. Um, and it just really kind of just works. Uh, but that's not the only exciting announcement. Um, obviously this is around, you know, the time, this is the first new Apple product launch in, in many, many years where it's like a brand new product. And with the Apple vision pro and I know you all are at, at Amsterdam at Cisco Live. What um, What's new on Cisco and Apple Vision Pro, and why are you excited about it? So I, I think uh, what, what Apple has done with Vision Pro is um, just sheer genius. And it probably is going to be the most consequential product that they have released in the company. Um, and... <coughs> It's a big statement to make because they've released some darn good products, right? If you think about the iPhone, the iPad, the Mac, the AirPods, the you know, on and on and on. Um, but I think they've done a phenomenal job with this. This is the only product I'd say that, you know, when I first got a demo of it, it was, you know, um, um, Mike Rockwell, who uh, runs the business and... Um, give me a demo of it and it was uh i was just floored um and you know i i think i had teared up because my my mother had just passed at the time um and i was like oh i'm so sad because had she lived a few more years i'd have been able i'd I'd be able to show her the world because the the sense of reality that you experience of being right there in that space the only things i didn't experience was smell and touch Everything else, you felt like you were right there. And I think it's going to change so many industries, um, whether it be, you know, um, entertainment and sporting in the consumer space and many, many more. And then in the enterprise space, it'll be everything from learning and development and, um, you know, training and infinite screen display. And, you know, um, when I'm traveling, I'll be able to have a 90-inch screen with me in my in my in my in my backpack um that i can take and open up and never have to have a feeling of constrained screen real estate like right now when i'm traveling there are certain things i'm like i'm going to do it when i get home because i'll have more screen space um you know if i have to look at a spreadsheet or something in detail um i don't like hovering over my small laptop and um um, you you never have to have that problem again and so i think they've done a phenomenal job so we wanted to make sure that we then have Video is an experience which could so benefit from infinite screen real estate because sometimes people are sharing 
um, a document and you want to see everyone's faces and it's like you can't really do it and it's it, it just feels like you're constrained by the number of pixels that you're looking at and this completely changes the game and so we reimagined what WebEx would look like from the ground up for um, for Apple uh, for the Vision Pro and I think it was a fantastic kind of um, uh, you know, decision that we made, and we're really excited about um, customers using it. And I think uh, we've, once again, it was again another featured app in the Apple ecosystem, um, and uh, in the App Store. And I think it's probably something that will fundamentally change how we take away distance from people um, when they're far apart, but you feel like you're right there. I think the key thing here is, you, you, I don't know, I mean, we don't know the future, we can only wait on it. But I think if if anything, like you, sh- if people are critical of Vision Pro today for things like the battery life isn't long enough, or it's too heavy, or X. If you think about like the, the iPhone today, or like a, a Mac with Apple Silicon, yeah. I think you have to... to to not look at the product as it exists today, but like look at like what if over time all those things were solved? And so you, when someone, I mean, you know, said on a previous podcast with somebody like the very first iPhone could even record video or send picture messages. And so like, don't judge, you can't judge the iPhone like on, on version one, like look at that product and say, like, what if it could do all those things? Like, what does that mean? Because that's, that's, the future that you're built, you were building towards. It's like, yeah, it can't do video, but like, what if it can do video? And what if video is 4K? Well, you know, it, it didn't take, I mean, it took, you know, 15 years or so, but like, that's not that long in the grand scheme of technology. We went from, you know, a, this was a cell phone that could do music to like, this was a computer in your pocket that was incredibly powerful. So like, take that and do Vision Pro and say, okay, what if it was like really, really light? And what if it was really, really thin? And like, what if it almost even looked like your glasses? What does that mean? And that's, that's where you have to know where you're going. And so if you, you know, if there's things about Vision Pro, like you're like, I don't like this today, that it's too heavy, it's too expensive. It's like, fine, all that. First iPhone was too heavy, the battery life sucked, it was too expensive. All those things were true, but you don't get the iPhone of today unless you release that first iPhone that that wasn't that maybe, maybe in hindsight had a lot of flaws. And so it's it's you know it's more of like okay now now that V1's out, where can this go from here? And I think that's the exciting piece. I think that's you're right on in that there's two questions. Am I going to buy this version? And is this going to be a major category for computing? And um, you might choose not to buy this version, although I was the, I, I bought it on the first day because I feel like V1 of this product is pretty darn good, you know, and um, y- you can actually get some pretty phenomenal immersive experiences, um, you know, in spatial video and uh, infinite screen display and making sure that you've got, you know, um, um, stereoscopic sound and th- there's just a bunch of things that you can you can get from this um, this device and and um, and certain use cases will be so fun I mean you can watch a you know a movie on a very large screen display um, and um, that's an hour and a half 
that actually is very, very plausible to go out and wear this for, even if you didn't want to wear it for a long time. So I completely agree with you. I, I feel it's a categorically game-changing device, and I actually feel it's a game-changing device even in the first version. But as you see it progress over time, imagine the 10th version of this thing. I mean, it's going to be insane. You know, and it's um, this is where Apple has such good... Um, you know, taste and the way in which they build products. And what we wanted to do was make sure that WebEx embodied that same obsession for every experience of video that we actually delivered to our users. And so, um, you know, when people use WebEx, it should just feel, you know, doubly magical on a Vision Pro. And right now, from what we're seeing and what the feedback we're getting from users is they do. You know, and so I'm super excited about uh, continuing to keep iterating, making it better. But the V1 of the Vision Pro is pretty darn good. And the V1 of WebEx on the Vision Pro, I think, is pretty darn good as well. Uh, it is um, Apple's ability to innovate um, quickly here, I think, is underestimated um, because... Again, when you gave it, even like it, it's pretty magical what they've packed into something so small, but then you just know that it's going to be a, a truly immersive experience. Um, I mean, do you think this is, you know, like let's say you get to bat- amazing battery life and it's, you know, it's, it's almost feels weightless. Do you think this could get to a world where like this completely replaces how we work? And like this is something that like this is your work environment. You know, um, this is an interesting question because when we talk about categories of devices, we always talk about it replacing the other. But what I've seen, at least during my career, is I have only added devices. I haven't taken anything off. So I've not stopped using a laptop. I still have one, but I also have an iPad. And I haven't stopped using um, the iPad or the laptop because I have the phone. I also have a phone. And I think what's going to happen is I'm also going to have a headset device and all of them. And I also have a watch and all of them are just going to work well together, uh, which makes it, you know, that much more attractive um, to go out and buy it because it's like they all kind of just flow with each other's. uh, They optimize each other's form factors for doing the things that are best done in that form factor. Yeah, it. That's, I mean, that's fair. Like, you want to pick the best device. I mean, it's sort of. I mean, think of. I mean, it's always. A, and I always love analogies, but it's like you think about how you take care of your yard. You've got, you know, you've got different tools for different pieces. There's not a one size fits all. Like you have maybe your mower, your trimmer, your weed eater, your leaf blower, and you're you're using the best tool for the job at the time. And it's it's probable like technology is going to just continue to be this way. Like you'll have a you know, a plethora of tools and you'll pick the one there, there may be ones that fit for different things where maybe if it's just for collaboration communication, maybe it's vision pro, but maybe, maybe if it's like, Hey, I need to raw, I need raw power for editing. Maybe that's when you have the Mac, you know, there's just going to be different things. Um, it'd be, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be is like people will have very specific tasks that they'll want to do on very specific devices. And, as we've seen already, most people have multiple devices for that reason. Like there's 70% of the time, in my case, 80% of the time, I'm on my phone. 
but I would never give up my laptop because I'm 80% of the time on the phone because I still need my laptop when I need it. And I need a big screen when I need it. Um, and I need an iPod when I need, uh, iPad when I need it. And all of these things kind of form my ecosystem. And I have an Apple Watch, um, you know, on a lot, especially when I'm traveling internationally or something. So, like, those are all things that you kind of have come together. No, I, I think that's a, that's a great point. I, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty interesting here. And we saw with the um, release of the 1.1, the beta version of 1.1 software that Apple has added um, MDM. Um, controls to the Apple Vision Pro, so it's clear that they're thinking of this device on the business side. I mean, it took it took Apple Watch a long time to get MDM support, and it took uh, it took Apple Vision Pro all of about a week. And you know, certainly, it's a beta version, but that's again, it's pretty exciting. So, um, again, one of the the Cisco, I think. Again, I go back to long-term legacy of Cisco is is about the ability to connect with people anywhere in the world. I mean, whether that's your communication products, your infrastructure products. I mean, Cisco's just, it's a generational company. And so just congratulations on, on, you know, the, the release of the Apple TV version. It's fantastic. I love Apple TV as a conference room and I cannot wait to see, um, some of the feedback from vision pro with, with WebEx. I know you all just announced that this week, uh, as a, as a, as of our recording. So it's going to be really cool to see, um, how these use cases evolve. And, uh, you know, I'm again, I'm already like thinking, okay, what does version five of this product look like? How, how, how does it evolve? And I think a lot of that too, Apple will, Apple will build its future products based on how people use it today. I, the analogy I've given people is like, if you go back and look at the, like how Apple positioned the Apple watch in the beginning, like if you go back and watch, like say the early commercials, it was about the communication aspect of it. Well, I mean, that device quickly became a fitness product and that's one of the most critical aspects of it. Tim Cook has said that they believe that health will be some of the Apple's most important innovations. Well, that wasn't even like what was being talked about with the first Apple watch. But again, when you know, oftentimes when you build a product and customers get their hands on it, they use it in ways you didn't maybe imagine. And certainly in the last decade, Apple has really, innovated quickly where you know that's the one of the that is the primary use case for the apple watch is around health so uh, it'll be fun to see how how customers use vision pro and then as customers use it certain ways you'll see apple really lean into evolving the hardware and the software to, to better meet those needs yeah and they will I, I think in this one the flexibility will be a little bit broader than a singular thing because i think this is going to be a fantastic entertainment device it's going to be an amazing device for sporting experiences. Um, but then it's also going to be a great device for learning and education um, and learning and development. And it's going to be a great device for, you know, any kind of use cases where privacy is a big deal because you don't want people to hover over your monitor. And so enterprise use cases where privacy is a big deal will be a great device. Um, you know, uh, the and it'll also be great for... Um, video and it'll be great for working on your on, at your desk and if you don't have a big monitor this could actually be a great great device for productivity so like i i think i i think it would be a mistake to just make it a single purpose device in this case because there's so many credible use cases for it um you know and um and so i'm i'm hoping that they keep it broad because i do feel like this is one of those platforms where you don't have the mac or the phone or the 
iPad only for one use case, and I don't think this one will be for that one use case either. Uh, that's a great. That's a great way to end the show. Again, congrats on the recent announcements. We'll have some links in the show notes um, to the blog post you all put out. Um, but again, you know, Cisco's a generational company, and uh, it's it's awesome to see you, you all, um, you know, embracing these new technologies right away. Uh, any any fighting, any uh, parting words as we sign, sign off here? Well, thank you for having me on the show, and I, I love your show, and it's um, um, I appreciate the the focus that you have on your show and what you try to do. So appreciate you having me on it.